What's up? What's up, Emilio, Isaac, and Ryan's friends and family? Our loyal fan listeners. We're here today with... And uh, ourselves. We're here today with Ryan, <laughs> Emilio, and... Exactly. Isaac late. <laughs> In fact, as we're recording this, he's an hour and a half late. And we also had to push back the recording of this episode. Two hours. So if you include the original agreed upon time, he's three and a half hours late. What's up, Who Watched It Gamers? Today's episode of Who Watched It, we're going to be talking about The Witcher 3. I'm here with Ryan. I'm Emilio. And Geralt. It's me, Geralt. That's who he talks. Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, this is the final. We figured out the mics. This will be the final recording. Today, because Isaac's absent, we'll be doing a deep dive retrospective on The Witcher 3, including Half Hearts of Stone. Because that's about as far as writing that. Half of Hearts of Stone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll stop halfway through Hearts of Stone. It's like a little cliffhanger. <laughs> Keeps them wanting more. <laughs> if they want more, I'll finish it. Yeah. <laughs> the fans are like, dude, that Witcher 3 retrospective? Probably our best episode. Probably the best thing I've ever heard. You guys should just stick to games. <laughs> All right. I, if I'm being honest, I'd probably have more to say about games than I would movies. Yeah, but it's a lot harder to do two dudes play an entire game in one, does yeah, it? Exactly. Call me Ishmael some years ago, never mind how long precisely. Having little or no money in my purse and nothing particular to interest me on shore, I thought I would sell about a, li- sell about a little and see the watery part of the world. It is a way I have of driving off the spleen and re- regulating the circulation. Whenever I find myself growing grim about the month, whenever I find myself, whenever it is, whenever I find myself growing grim about the month, Whenever it is a damp, drizzly November in my soul, whenever I find myself involuntarily pausing before coffin warehouses and bringing up the rear of every funeral I meet, and especially whenever my hypos get such an upper hand of me, that it requires a strong moral principle to prevent me from deliberately stepping into the street and methodically knocking people's hats off. Then I count it high time to get to sea as soon as I can. This is my substitute for pistol and ball. With a philosophical flourish, Cato throws himself upon his sword. I quietly take to the ship. There is nothing surprising in this, if they but knew it. Almost all men in their degree, sometime or other, cherish very nearly the same feelings toward the ocean with me. That was record an, audiobooks now? That was an excerpt of Moby Dick. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my god. Because Anyways, this just in. 20 minutes after 11 the third different plan time isaac isn't even in the same building as us they should put us they should put us on joe rogan yeah they should put us on joe rogan just us two though just <laughs> <laughs> i thought you meant like it's joe rogan his guest in front of him and then us to his side backing him up no like he's yeah. interviewing both of us and isaac's an hour late oh that's awesome <laughs> an hour later like just a re- like you hear the door open and close in the background it's isaac joe rogan would be like you guys ever do like LSD? And he's talking. I've to never listened to the Joe Rogan podcast. Are I you? I yeah, I do. I listen to it regularly. Really? No. <laughs> Someone's trying to get into the recording while we're doing the room. <laughs> <laughs> you started already? Yeah. Isaac, we're like twenty minutes late past our third delayed time. We yeah. only have so like I'll, this is what happened. I was uh, Isaac. No we only have an hour forty. I'm taking an hour thirty to record this shit. Isaac has a micro penis. All right, welcome That's back to another episode of Who Watched It. I hate if him. You're new- <laughs> Go continue. 
Oh my god. My dick. No, it's because because you guys missed it earlier. I was like, you guys were talking about the three inches thing, and I was like, I was like, I, was like, I don't know what three inches looks like, but Isaac does, and y'all were talking, and you didn't hear a word I said. I was gonna make the joke about you. I was I was gonna be like it's Ryan, take Isaac it out. Made the joke. Oh, All right. It's fucked up. Welcome That's back to another episode of Who Watched It. If you're new here or if you've forgotten, this podcast centers around deception. A movie is assigned each week, and one of us is randomly selected to skip the movie and bluff our way through the review. There will be no pitfalls or knowledge checks, so listen close. At the end, the liar will be revealed and the new movie will be announced. This week, we're going to figure out who watched Seven Samurai, the 1954 Japanese samurai epic by Akira Kurosawa. Or Easily, Kurosawa. no one fucking told me this movie was three hours and thirty minutes. It's longer than fucking Endgame. Yeah, but it's easily the greatest movie we've watched. Yeah, it's better than Endgame. It's way better. Uh, that shit was amazing. So, I want to ask you guys before we start the episode: Did you guys watch it in one sitting? No, because a lot of people it took them like multiple sittings. Did you? I uh, I had like a lot of things to do throughout my week. So I couldn't really dedicate like the three hours and 30 minutes to sit down to it when I, I would just skip, like I would watch a bit of it and then stop because I had stuff to do, watch a bit of it and stop. But I would have, I would a hundred percent sit through it. Like I watched the first two hours in one sitting. I watched it in one sitting. Yeah. I watched about an hour of it. And then last night when we were playing Remnant, I watched the last half. The last two hours while we while were, we while were playing? playing i had my headphones on talking to you you're guys. lying you're <laughs> lying I see. No way. isaac got on the party and didn't mention that i've been in the party for two hours i was sitting there watching remnant having metal gear solid open and then isaac joined in while i was in the last 20s for minutes and so while we were playing it like during dead air i would just like watch it no wonder oh I, I, would talk, I was talking to you about like my love life and then you would just like sign it <laughs> and I came out and repeat myself no, no, no I was when we, when we were having a conversation I wasn't watching it, it was, oh okay he said during dead air yeah like during, like when we guys would be playing and no one was talking I'd have it like I'd put my phone on I always try to watch my shit in one sitting because I feel like I feel yeah. like if I come back to it later I'll forget what happened alright so right, so for my one and only segment, I'm, I call it Inspired or Not. So, Seven Samurai is often considered to be the most, quote, remade, reworked, and re-referenced movie in all of cinema, as stated by David Desser, who's just a journalist. Concepts like good versus evil, concepts like good versus evil, character-driven storytelling, and realistic and intense battle scenes solidified its place in cinematic history, with directors you may know now, such as Quentin Tarantino, Steven Spielberg, and George Lucas, having all referenced Seven Samurais having an impact on their filmmaking style. With that being said, I'd like to now list some movies that you may or may not, or that may or may not have cited Seven Samurai as an influence, and I'll have you guys guess which are or are not inspired. So number one, Star Wars from 1977. Yes, it's inspired. Probably like the whole Jedi thing. Like especially with the cuts, like a lot of the cuts and stuff like that. The cinematography, it's it's a lot like Star Wars, like like Seven Samurais. Yeah, I guess I kind of spoiled it because I said George Lucas. But yeah. yeah. Um. Also, uh, one of the st- one of the trademarks of Kurosawa is the whole the wipe transition. Thing, yeah, 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 Which is used a lot in Star it, Wars. Yeah, that's what I was like, dude. This feels like Star Wars. So. It's common knowledge in contemporary cinema that George Lucas borrowed the plot of Seven Samurai for use in his own influential space opera. George Lucas even lifted the same line as another movie did, repurposed as, 
We seem to be made to suffer. It's our lot in life, said by C-3PO in the film. Speaking on impactful films in his life, George Lucas told IGN, Seven Samurai made an, made an extraordinary impact on me. I had never seen anything that powerful or cinematographic. The emotions were so strong that it didn't matter what I did not understand, the culture or the traditions. Number two, Predator from 1987. I've never seen Predator. I've never really? seen Predator no. either. Oh, you haven't seen Predator? No. Oh, that's going on the list. <laughs> that's on the list. I thought for sure you would have seen it. I thought he's, he's he saw Alien. He saw, saw alien. alien. I know, but I feel like those two are like in the same lane. Yeah, I feel like I just are. haven't gone around to it because you know. It's so I guess we're playing on the list. Do you know anything about Predator? I know. I know a bit. I think I've seen it when I was like really, really. When they come out again? 1986. Yeah, I think I saw it once when I was like very young, like super young, and I think I was like I watched my dad watch it, yeah. and then I I fell asleep. So I don't remember anything about it. All right, well. I'm guessing it probably is, though. It isn't. It is. Oh, fuck you. While the connection between Kurosawa's masterpiece and Predator may not be obvious, digging deeper will reveal their similarities. If the idea of seven elite commandos outnumbered by a violent force in a battle between Predator and Prey isn't evidence enough, the 2010 reimagining of the movie includes a scene where a Yakuza member takes on the iconic monster and a scene reminiscent of a Kurosawa showdown. Awesome. Okay, and the <laughs> last one. A Bug's Life from 1998. A Bug's Life? A yeah. Bug's Life? Which one was that? Oh, yes, it is. The one where it's like those blue ants. Yeah. The cockroaches uh, are a bunch of assholes. Yeah, it is. It has to be. I, I, I vaguely remember that movie, but it has to be. I've not seen that movie, so I don't know. Just take a guess. There's uh, probably... I mean, you mentioned the villain, so I'm going to assume there's probably is. Yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah. but I, I don't think about it. I think everything was like almost like like exactly the same. Like the whole showdown thing, everything. Yeah. The, the, the strategic and things like that. Yeah. Again, even more so than Predator, while these movies look nothing alike on the surface, looking closer you'll see it's practically a remake. Mirroring the plot of Seven Samurai, A Bug's Life follows a group of defenseless villagers faced with powerful overlords, retaliating with the help of wise outsiders. If the nearly identical plots were not evidence enough, the line from A Bug's Life, they come, they eat, they leave, that's our lot in life, is a direct reference to the quote in Seven Samurai, farmers are born to suffer, that's our lot in life. And that's also the same line that Star Wars referenced. Damn. That's crazy. So, you probably noticed, all three movies I listed were all inspired. I said, or, I'm not going to, hold on. Yeah, what (laughs) movies were were you going to list that weren't inspired by it? None. The point of the segment was to show how three movies that seem completely disconnected are all like inspired by the same source. This is trying to be meta. Yeah. Wow. Mind blown. But we can't say that word. That's trademarked by Facebook. (laughs) It's not trademarked by Facebook. It's trademarked by meta. By meta. Oh, yeah. They rebranded. I forgot. (laughs) But these three movies are just a handful of a long list of movies inspired by Seven Samurai. Yeah, like my movie coming out next week. Including such films as Wes Anderson's Isle of Dogs, John Sturgis's The Magnificent Seven, and George Miller's Mad Max Fury Road. I did get like a Wes Anderson vibe from this sometimes. Insurgent shots. Really? From where? Like when they're star- when they're at the bottom of the four graves of the samurais, and they're literally standing. And it's kind of symmetrical. It is. Like, it kind of seems like a Wes Andersony thing, and yeah. I can see how that would. At the lead. end. Yeah. Well, actually, specifically in Isle of Dogs. 
he completely took the main theme of Seven Samurai and used it in the movie. Awesome. And then I was I was probably the least surprised about the Magnificent Seven because that movie is practically like a modern remake of Seven Samurai. Have you guys seen that movie? No. Have you seen it? I've never heard of it. You never you seen it? Never heard of that movie? No. It's I, basically Seven Samurai but cowboys. You haven't seen it? No. It's gone on the list. Another movie. You don't need to say it out loud, Isaac. We already know it's <laughs> gone on the list. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. So, let's get into the pot synopsis. Wait, wait, wait. It's my whole segment. I got a segment for you guys. Okay. Who do you guys, rel- which samurai did you guys relate to the most? Relate to? I was already going to talk about that okay. in the plot synopsis, but sure, let's do that now. Yeah. <laughs> which one do you relate to the most? Like, which, like, what's... Yeah, what's the, w- the way the way I phrased it, I was like, I was like, I was like, which one of these is like the most literally me samurai for you? Yeah, which 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 one is a literally me? Um, I think I think the the young boy that has to be that has either the young boy or the old man samurai has to be Emilio. You talking about Kambe? Kambe, is that I don't I don't remember the names. I related to uh, Yohi. Yohi, Yo- Yohi, <laughs> <You remember laughs> <Yo> the old ass <laughs> man, the old ass man who was like permanently in space. Just like permanently. I'm picking the one that isn't a samurai. Yeah. <laughs> just, I don't know. They all relatable in some different ways. I love them, bro. All of them are like amazing. Which one did you relate to, Isaac? Then the old the the Manko. Which one is that? What Manko? You're gonna, I didn't really remember their names too much. Besides, yeah, there was the a lot of <laughs> there was a lot of names for the hardly no. reference. You know, the, you know, uh, what, what's it? Oh, Manso, is that who you're talking about? Yeah, Manso. I was gonna say Manso. The abuse of dad. The abuse of dad. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That's literally me. Jesus I'm God. joking. No, <laughs> my future daughter's gonna listen to this, <laughs> and she's gonna be like, she's gonna run away. No, uh, the alcoholic samurai. That's literally me. Awesome, Isaac. Awesome. I would have seen that one coming. <laughs> Ryan. Uh, I'm gonna say Gorobin. Which one's that? The the best one. Are you talking about uh, the dude who got the musket by himself before? No, that was Kyozo. That that would be Emilio Kyozo. That's Emilio. The cool one. Actually, maybe I will pick Kyozo. And that's too late. Isaac already claimed it for me. Claimed yeah. it for you? Yeah, yeah, I was like, that's literally him. What Emilio doesn't mean? gloat. Whatever. Yeah, I don't gloat. <laughs> he just, just gloated about not gloating. I think. Uh, <laughs> the irony. I'll pick Heihachi. Which was that? The one that got shot and died. Like most of them got shot and died. Well, it was the it was the guy it was the one who got shot and died when he was going to stop that guy from chasing his wife into the burning hut. Oh, so, oh yeah. what happened with the, did did his wife look at him and was like fuck you I'm gonna kill myself or did the wife like I think she was just embarrassed. She was probably just ashamed. I thought it was like she thought she was seeing like a ghost type thing. Yeah, but because it looked like she she was like she was dressed way better than the other ladies, so I'm assuming she was probably like yeah like the the, the main like. Like, you know, because they obviously were, like, using. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 we all know they were, they were fucking, right? <laughs> no, one, no one had to speak besides Isaac for that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Bro was talking to himself for, like, ten minutes. <laughs> yes, Isaac. I'm pretty sure 
the way I interpreted it is she ran back in the hut because when they kidnapped her during the raid, they made her like a housewife to one of the bandits. Yeah. So she's probably ashamed that her husband saw her like that. So she was like, so she wanted to kill herself. I guess so. But or Isaac's no. saying the opposite, where maybe she had a better life, like a more stat status, or like just more material. Yeah, because you saw that she 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 had oh. like fucking curtains around her, like her hut and stuff like that. She was dressed better, but when she saw that the house was on fire, she was like, she just stayed silent. So I don't know. Maybe she was kind of like, I don't know. Maybe she had better status, but also didn't uh, enjoy it. The haircuts were crazy though. <laughs> There it is. That's great. What the fuck was going on with 1954? No, not 1954. That was like what, like 1574. 1574. That's the year. It's 1586. 1586. Close enough, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, get off my nuts, bro. I, here's, here's the thing about samurais. Apparently, I don't know. I, I remember reading about this once in a book. Apparently, samurais don't use, don't take out their swords at all when they go into war. Uh, the katanas are supposed to be like the last resort. Yeah, they're mostly ornamental, from what I knew. Yeah, they they would yeah, and if you were to take it out in public, you would have to you don't you would like get killed for taking it out in public unless you were like in actual actual danger, you know. But you would just carry around you would just carry them around to be like like ornamental stuff, and you would only use that katana as like your last resort. Yeah, but like they use fancy ass spears and shit on, and be on horseback yeah like that one thing where it's like the long stick with the little blade on the end of it the spear well I don't know that's, that's a spear it looks different than a spear I was talking about the one that had the hooked blade but oh maybe, the one oh cause I guess it is a spear but it had it, like the curved blade at the end instead of a point I don't know if it's a different weapon but it I'm was sure essentially it a spear is. But yeah, so like I don't know. I I was just looking at that, and they, these these motherfuckers pull out the sword like. They also didn't have wear armor. Oh yeah, no. Fucking one of them was like butt ass naked. Well, they weren't samurai; they were ronin. Oh, we ronin. Oh, ronin are samurais that don't serve a master. Oh, that's fair. That's well, true. I guess Kambe was their master, but you know, but Kambe no, himself is a ronin. Yeah. So they would just call them. They would call themselves samurais, but then be like, "Oh yeah, I'm a ronin." They're just a ragtag group of dudes. So they're like literally the me. pirates of samurais. The pirates of samurai. Uh, the ronins are the pirates. Are like pirates, no? Like so they okay. So then, what would be the samurai pirates? Like the ones that would go onto like in like the royal ships and would travel and. Like, you know, they're not really like pirates, they're just unemployed samurai. So, you're saying pirates are like unemployed, like naval, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, like naval people, naval yeah, officers. But I think pirates are generally like bad people, yeah, but they're like criminals and shit. Ronin, not in criminals. one piece, bro, not in one piece. Okay, I'm good. I've never seen the show. <laughs> Am I correct? I've seen, no, I don't know anything about <laughs> one piece. The live action is gonna come out. It's probably going to be better than the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be shorter. Yeah, I'll watch it because it's shorter. All right, so let's start the plot synopsis. Yes. In 1586, a bandit gang discusses raiding a mountain village, but their chief decides to wait until after their barley is ripe in order to steal their food and anything else they want. A farmer overhears the men and informs the villagers of the threat. The villagers turn to Gesaku, the village elder and miller, who declares that they should hire a hungry samurai to protect them since they have no money and can only offer food as payment. 
Smasher past Kisaku. The old man? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sucking it. Okay, that's not what he asked. <laughs> <laughs> that, that answers your question. It, it begs more questions. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Several villagers go into town, but struggle to find samurai that will work without promise of reward or title. They find Kambe, an aging but experienced ronin whom they see cutting his top knot in order to pose as a priest to save a small child from a bandit. He agrees to protect their village in exchange for food alone, but says that they will need seven samurai in total. Just like the title of the movie, bro. Seven samurai. No way. Thus, the search begins. Kambe gradually collects a ragtag band of samurai willing to help with similar ideas about morality and the real meaning of honor. So, it started kind of slow, didn't it? At the beginning, the first like twenty, thirty minutes were like very dragged out for I'm me. I'm talking about the for like the first like forty five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like up until they finally got the first samurai, it felt a little slow. It felt a little like like too too much exposition between trying to get the first samurai. All right, I'm gonna drop some deep shit on you guys. Yeah. So obviously, like I just said, combat was more. He holds good deeds with more importance than the idea of honor glute, and glute, social glute. hierarchy. Yeah. What the fuck is <laughs> I'm, drinking, I'm drinking water <laughs> while you're trying to talk about something important. Like I was trying to make it like I was going to drink water. <laughs> that was not. Well, I think that's something else while well, I was talking. <laughs> All right, sorry. So <laughs> he did say he was sucking it. Why didn't I make con- eye contact? And then he looked away. <laughs> He's flustered now. I don't even want to ask the question. Anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> what, was what was the question? What was the question? I'm trying to have a serious conversation. Okay, okay, okay. What's your conversation? What's your Go open into the mic. And shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? The mic's already there. <laughs> All right. So obviously, it's it's probably less of an important thing in like western culture but what or do you guys feel like you have similar ideas to Kambe or do you feel like you feel differently like his ideas of like just helping people yeah like do you feel do you feel like social hierarchy and the idea of honor is important or not I think in general you should just be a good person and like not like if you have the ability to help others then yeah you should take that ability I like that he was like not really like he was like yeah, I don't really care about food. I mean I don't care about money. Like these people generally need help. Um, I could come up with a way to help them. I might as well help. Like you know I feel like that's a way you should always live by. So yeah I do. I do agree with him. What about you, Milo? Uh, I mean like that era of Japan was very class based very status based which I fundamentally don't agree with <laughs> Yeah. so on that front I probably wouldn't agree with him but that's just but the nature of him being around in that but time but I I agree with like his like the moles he spoke of like if he has the means to help people he does help them and I agree with that yeah. but I think honor is a good thing I just don't think it has to be tied to like a system or like a class like, right like a class yeah thing. I know yeah like that's why I, that's why I didn't speak much of the honor thing because I feel like that's not that just ties in with just your class and that just feels like you're yeah, so you should have gloating honor. about it like oh my honor is high like no but you shouldn't <laughs> gloat about it yeah 
Like Mine me. Was big. Like me. <laughs> I was big. I got a big ass on here, bro. <laughs> I got some. I got that. Is that the only else that's big? Isaac, you just made the unspoken joke <laughs> spoken. <laughs> <laughs> me. I'm big, right? It's not micro. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That shit, that shit dug in him. <laughs> like, I can't let that shit stand, bro. That was like 30 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll continue the synopsis now. At length, Garobe has a similar What, do you agree with it? Or I, mean, I feel the same. I feel the same way you do. It's like, yeah, I agree in terms of like, if you have the means to help people, you should help them. But I don't agree on like the whole class-based society thing. Would you be a samurai if you could? Yes. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Probably a ronin though, because ronin, yeah. Samurais—they're more like militarized. Yeah. Like, I don't fuck with like bootlickers. That's that, that's crazy coming from you, Ryan. Well, it's it's, it's not new coming from me. What, what happened to being would, would, would you rather be? Would you rather be ronin or samurai? Ronin. Pirates, all the way, bro. Pirate type. I'd rather be a samurai because every day I claim I, cra- I crave to have power over a group of people. <laughs> you, of what woman? Be- group of people, like people? <laughs> Samurais would like. I'm just kidding. But <laughs> would like raid your house, take your woman, and take your money. Do the samurai do that? I mean, like. I'm well, pretty they, sure they did. They mentioned in the movie yeah. that the samurai kind of abused their power over the farmers. That's why a lot of them. That's why all of them were ronins. It would have been crazy though. I think it would have been crazy if they had one actual samurai there. Uh, so like it, it kind of had, had like a conflicting with like moral morality thing going on, where he's like he's like, well, I want money and shit like that, you know, type yeah, people. Well, I mean, those people, they they wouldn't want to help at all. Yeah, yeah. They, but they would've never would have gone back to the village in the first place. I don't know, but I feel like if one like a way to deceive something, I don't know. It just would have been like a crazy thing if one person was like, you know, just an actual fallen samurai, like, you know. Yeah, I mean, K- Kakashi, the the guy that was like the the alcoholic of the group, he kind of was like the only one on like the op, like sort of like. His morality was somewhat near theirs, but wasn't all on the same way. Like he just wasn't like he he wasn't. He didn't act the same way they acted in terms of like he was just more of like joking around and like fuck this type thing you know yeah. he he f- i felt like his uh, he wanted honor like way more than anyone else at the beginning in terms of like he was always trying to compete with like Ob- obanami right obanami the 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 leader hmm? the leader of the group right the samurai the the leader of the group was Kambe. Kambe, yeah. He, like he was always trying to compete with Kambe, even after because he saw the fucking Kambe save that kid and so I guess he was always trying to compete you're with talking about Kichio? Kichio yeah I thought you said something else I was like I don't remember whatever you just said I'm gonna continue the synopsis for the sake of time at length Garobe has a similar worldview to Kanbei displaying compassion towards others Heihachi is a charismatic and witty Heihachi is charismatic and witty to make up for mediocre swordsmanship Shichiroji is friendly but serious and is an old friend of Kanbei. Kyuzo is a master swordsman, constantly trying to test the limits of his skill, as well as reserved and quiet. And Kachiro is a young, eager apprentice, immature and inexperienced, but compassionate and protective of the weak. He's a man now. 
Kambe is prepared to leave with his group of six samurai in total when Kikchio drunkenly comes to their inn and asks to join. He is arrogant, obsessed with birth status, and rude, and the other samurai do not want him to join. He and Kambe have already met when Kambe insulted him after he tried to challenge Kambe out of pride. Yeah, I'm telling you exactly what I said. That dude wants, like, honor and pride. He's the one that, like, revealed that he was a orphan and a peasant. Yeah. I, that dude... Everyone, did you guys love that man? I love that man. Kinda I mean, there was times when I was kind of like, man, fuck you, bro. But I, I, like, I love that man. He had a, he had a nice little underdog story. Yeah. <sighs> All right. With the team formed, they make their way to the village. Kikchio follows, although he was told not to come. At the village, the farmers are scared of them and hide because one villager has stoked fears that the samurai will take advantage of the village women. Like Isaac said, just like him. Just like me. Kikchio becomes the bridge between the two social classes as he was born a peasant and has now taken the identity of a samurai. He's able to see the good and bad in both the farmers and the samurai and in an outburst over a dispute about armor stolen from defeated samurai that the villagers murdered, he reveals to the samurai the way their class have oppressed farmers for centuries. The samurai's anger turns to shame and now that the truth is known, the two groups can come together and begin to prepare for the bandit. I said, man, that man was crazy. I, mean, I love that man. I think, I think he was definitely a necessary character. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was for like the commentary on social status and all that. You think, you think maybe he killed a samurai to get his sword? I mean, I'm sure he did because it, because it, he was just pretending to be a samurai, basically. Yeah. I don't think he would have gotten it any legitimate way. No, yeah, he didn't see, <clears throat> he didn't, his, his skills, like, the way you saw him fight was not too similar to the Samurai, but I guess he could also learn as well, but I, I kind of, you kind of tell that this guy wasn't, like, he was born from, like, a, a pet, an orphan life, he had an orphan life in him, and then, you know, he grew up, he went to be a Samurai, well, a Ronin, so I'm pretty sure he just killed a Samurai to get his sword. Yeah, well, I'm sure you probably get the sword the same way the villagers got it, where they just kind of finished off wounded samurai. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy that they hated the samurai so much that they're like, you're already on the ground, let's just drop a sword in him. Just be like, thanks. Yeah. The sword he used was hella, like, big, though. Yeah, it was hella crazy. It was it was so cute. I liked how he was holding it, though. Like, he had it on his string. That's what I'm telling you. He, he just wasn't, like, an actual ronin samurai type person, which is why I feel like he just stole it. I like how he would use it to like lean on it and shit because it was just a giant stick. <laughs> yeah, it was a logging stick. Dude, that that one part when he when he went onto enemy enemy's territory. Yeah. And he was sitting with the guy with the musket, and the guy and he was like, "Yeah, bro, crazy day." He's like, "Yeah," and he pulls out the sword. That <laughs> <laughs> shit was funny. All right. Kambe directs the samurai to train the villagers with spears as he sets plans to fortify the village. He has the villagers flood the fields outside outside the village after the barley is harvested, remove a bridge, and build massive fences so that the bandits can only enter one way. During this time, Kachiro, the young apprentice to Kambe, falls in love with a female villager named Shino, whose father had set off the first panic among the villagers by forcibly cutting her hair, wanting her to appear more like a boy so that the samurai would not be attracted to her. When Kachiro realizes she is a woman after he comes upon her in the forest, he, he grows her slowly <laughs> and cautiously. I cut that part for a reason, Isaac. Wait, what? I cut, I cut, I cut from the synopsis. I didn't want to talk about how he learns that she's a girl. 
because I feel like that was appropriate. But Isaac is like, he grabs her. He grabs her, man. Come on, Isaac. <laughs> that shit was crazy. It's not appropriate. It's probably a more tactful way of saying that. <laughs> he harassed her. I feel like he did, but he just left it. At, I know. I was he like, figured yeah, it out. I was like, this man got a handful of boob. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been worse to say. <laughs> well, you already said he grabbed her. She so, didn't. You know. Listen, she didn't. Obviously, I guess by our standards today, I wouldn't say she looked like a boy. She yeah. still looked like a girl. But I guess I guess back then it's like girls can't have short hair. That ain't a thing. I know. I w- when, uh, that confused me. They were like, "Oh, cut your hair," and say, "Well, that still looks like a lady." I, thought, <laughs> I, I felt like they were gonna do like a Mulan style type thing. I know she still had like this, like a, a like a traditional woman's hairstyle. Yeah. Well, you gotta respect. You gotta give credit where credit's due. With the fact that Kachir wasn't like, he didn't prove the father right and be like an asshole to her. He was nice. He was a nice guy. He was a nice guy. He was a respectable he was man. A good guy. He was a respectable man. Even though he's st- he's still. No, I'll get to that later. <laughs> the fact that the daughter got her ass beat. That shit was crazy. That shit was wild. I thought I thought Monster was gonna kill him actually. I thought Monster was gonna kill the, the 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 boy. With what? I don't know. I, I felt like if he had a sword or anything, he would have stabbed him. Stick. Big, 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 big. It would have been more crazier if he caught her. If he caught them doing it, I think he would have thought that. Because that's what I thought was gonna happen. That he was gonna catch them doing it, and then he was gonna be like, "You rapist," and then kill him. That's fair. That bit would have been a, like a really weird plot point, though. That would have been happened. a weird plot point, but then it also would have kind of made like. Because you know how, like, they were kind of doing exactly what the, like, you know, well, not quote-unquote doing it, but, like, how he was, ma- how uh, Kiyochi, right? Kiyazi, the, the orphan samurai. Uh-huh. You know how he was, like, all samurai do is, like, rape women and stuff like that? He would have thought, like, you know, that could have been, like, a plot thing. Yeah, but I think they went out of their way to show that. What's his name? Katsuhiro? What? Uh, the youngest samurai. Uh, Kichio? Kichio? It's just just say Kichio. Kichio. No, that's the one Isaac's talking about. Kichio? No, the one. Are you talking about the one dating the girl? Yes. Yeah. The date one dating the girl is Kachiro. 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 And then the one that's the, the alcoholic is Kichio. Yeah, Kichio is the one that isn't a real Kame samurai. Kichio. Yeah. Yeah, but they went out of their way to show that I guess the relationship was more than just like a weird samurai. You know, claiming a woman type thing. Yeah. yeah. All right. Three bandit scouts are spotted. Two are killed while the survivor reveals the location of their encampment before being slain by the villagers. The samurai burned down the camp in a preemptive strike. Rikichi, a troubled villager aiding the samurai, breaks down when he sees his wife, who was kidnapped and made a concubine during a previous raid. Upon seeing Rikichi, she runs back into a burning hut to her death. Heihachi is killed by a gunshot while stopping Rikichi from pursuing her. At Heihachi's funeral, the saddened villagers are inspired by Kikchio, who raises a banner Heihachi made to represent the six samurai, Kikchio, and the village. Oh, the guy that died was the one that made the banner? No. Oh. Yes. Wait. Oh, yeah, yeah it was. Oh, damn. He was the one that was making the banner. He was, like, the one that was making all the jokes. Yeah. I love the banner. 
I want a banner like that. We should have that in the podcast. Just I want that. I want that in the podcast. <laughs> Just put room. the seven samurai yes. banner on the back. Dude, wall that, that, that the movie that movie outbeated Reservoir Dogs. It's it's, it's fighting with Reservoir Dogs For right now. Wait. What are you talking about? For your favorite movie? For my done? favorite movie right now that we've seen, or like in general? Uh, in general, it's not there, but like. It's fighting with like because you know how my top three right now is La La Land. Well, I mean La La Land, Cross the Spider Verse, and then it was Reservoir Dogs. Now it's fighting, bro. They're, they're fighting. It's fighting for third place. Fighting for third place. I feel like in my mind, that's not even a hard fight. Yeah, so, yeah. Samurai beats that shit out so easy. Yeah, it's like, not even competition. Those bro. those top three. I haven't seen La La Land, so I won't talk about that one. But I feel like Seven Samurai beats those movies in a landslide. <laughs> well, for me, you know, bro. You know, that's kind of thing about the fact that like this movie is what made all your favorite movies today. I know. That shit was amazing. That's not true. It didn't make Spider-Man. Who thought you? I don't remember Ridley Scott yeah. saying anything about this movie. Yeah, you know, <laughs> when they made Alien, there weren't no samurai. <laughs> <clears throat> when they made Blade Runner, no samurai. When they made Barbie, bro, no samurai. There was no samurai Barbie. Is Barbie in your top three, Isaac? No. <laughs> no. Didn't you call it mid when you went to go see it? It's mid. Ladies and gentlemen, Isaac just called Barbie mid. Do what you will with that in the comments below. <laughs> no, wait, wait. All the girls are going to die. No. Barbie is like the best movie ever made. <laughs> it's mid. I'm single. It's mid. My Instagram is at Isaac underscore Mephines. It's mid. Just having you say it's mid, like just play over on top of no, it. No, no. Girls, it just keeps I understand your suffrage now. That it was the worst. <laughs> you know what suffrage, that's not even what suffrage means. I understand your pain now. Okay, I, I can never okay. I, I can never experience it, but I relate to it now. <laughs> you just got this out. I don't I don't know what I'm saying. Okay. I'll cut it out. It's mid. I'm gonna continue this in office. <laughs> You're gonna say that. He's <laughs> gonna say he's not gonna We're cut gonna it out. We're gonna hear this whole part including you saying I'll cut it out <laughs> in the final of the podcast. Oh Okay. We need a PR team now. We've been needed. <laughs> this was discussed when we recorded our third episode that you need a PR. <laughs> All right, I'm going to use two synopsis. Shortly after Heihachi's funeral, the bandits arrive to attack the village. They are held back by the flooded fields and fences, but they burn down the houses and mill across the stream, killing the village elder and a young couple. This orphans the young couple's baby with whom Kikchio identifies being an orphan himself. Did you guys cry? I didn't cry once. I didn't cry once at all. Did what? you? When did uh, you cry? I was pretty emotional. I think because I, I, the, I, I, the part the part where Kichi was like, "This child is me." This was me. Oh, I was that, that shit was sad. That shit was depressing though. Did you guys see that coming? Um, I, mean, I guess kind of because he already well, yeah, revealed that he was like a peasant and not yeah. a samurai. But I guess the orphan thing is a whole. It's a whole added like. Boom! boom. Yeah, because it was already he, he, <laughs> it was already revealed that he was a farmer. He was a born a farmer. Yeah. yeah, he was born a farmer. So he saw samurai and he was like, "Fuck samurai!" So that's why I'm pretty sure he killed a samurai to get the sword. And then, because you could tell, like, right off the bat from the very beginning, he's not a, he was not a samurai. Like you know, when they did the test, when they were doing the test with the stick, and then but they were like, "You sure he's drunk?" And then the young the young boy uh, was like, "Oh, you sure he's drunk?" And then uh, on on nearby. Kambe. Huh? Kambe says Kambe. that he'll keep his wits. Kambe says, like, yeah, samurais are, are trained to, like, get drunk, but still be, like, able to fight. I don't give a notice. And the guy just came in and got fucking knocked. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out. Yeah. So, yeah. It was just well, an added I bonus. I wouldn't say Kikchio says, Fuck samurai. 
Like he sees, he just he kind of like lives on the border between the two. No, well, he, as he was growing up, when he was a kid, I'm assuming he was like, like you know, because Samurai would come in and he was like, man, I hate Samurai. Like, and then he just ended up becoming one just so he could like you know. But now, now, now he gets to be a samurai for the people. For the people, a ronin. He's like, I'm one of you guys. One of you guys. What? A, what a man. Literally a me. Guy. I'm telling you, bro. Alcoholic. Hate. What? Huh? Hate, hate what? what? <laughs> hate samurais. Okay. okay. Hate oppression. <laughs> I like fighting for the people. Okay. What's that? Hate oppression? Like really? that's like a hot take. Man, like that's he's like a unique he's identity for the people. We work at Best Buy. Don't I work sense. at Geese Squad. Don't make I sense. help people. Now you sell people shit they can't afford. <laughs> no, bro. I tell them not to buy it. I'm the ones that's like, I'm like, you sure? It's like 2K. And, and it's like, you can get a better computer for like 1.3K. I'm for the people, but your screen's broken? Buy a new phone. As he's fighting for his life right now. <laughs> okay, bro. It's okay. By the time this episode's out, I'll probably be already gone from Best Buy. <laughs> Damn. Dude, yeah. like, I'm quitting today. He's burning it down. I'm burning it down. <laughs> no, I'm not burning it down. The bandits possess three matchlock muskets. Kyuzo ventures out alone and captures one, and envious Kikchio abandons his squad to bring back another. However, his absence allows a handful of bandits to infiltrate his post and kill several farmers, including Yohei. Dude was screaming for Yohei. Yohei had a, dude had a, a bond with Yohei. That's probably the saddest I got during the movie when Yohei is like... You, he's like, where is he? He's like, oh, did Yohei run away? No, you see him chasing the dude down on the horse with the spear. Yeah. And then he and gets clobbered. He gets killed. And then he's like, I defended my pose. And I, I was know. like, yo, Yohei had a, a good character arc too. Because you see at the beginning, he was like scared. And then like, you know, he was like, nah, fuck it. I'm, I'm, I'm raw dogging this. And then. Oh, I <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a better way to phrase it than that. But. That, was a, that was a Tom Top Gun moment right there. Oh, top gun <laughs> top gun moment i've never seen the movie <laughs> what does that mean i don't know i never seen top gun yeah he was a he went top gold moment <laughs> top gun top goat moment that's a top g moment <laughs> yeah when they were fitting your hair with the armor and everything and then you see him running around with the armor i was like damn and then he dies <laughs> <laughs> i got sad there bro i legit got sad there I, got, I thought Shino died when, when one of the archers, uh, like, threw a bow at other girl's back. I thought that was going to be Shino. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I fucked with Yohei. That was sad. Hey, I cried the second time. Like, <laughs> I'm kidding. I didn't cry. The fucking, the fucking horse scene, though. When, 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 when uh, Kyochi oh, yeah. went on the horse, and he just disappeared. There was, like, a lot of, like, jokes that you feel, like, seemed very old, but still funny. Yeah. I mean, it, at the time, it was probably revolutionary. I feel yeah. like I feel like this movie, but it, yeah, it, it inspired those jokes. Well, obviously, but I'm saying like I'm saying like I feel like this movie. It's surprising how well it still holds up today. This is going to be the most like American shit to say, but it was like watching an anime, but real life. <laughs> Dude, no, I'm not gonna lie. I felt like that. I didn't want to say it. I felt like I was watching an anime, but done right. Probably, yeah, I know. I would not recommend saying. <laughs> Dude, dude, but that's why I said it's like the most flat. But this, this, is that what you that's felt what, like too? No, no. That's what. No, the way they were acting, I that's feel like, like inspired anime. Like yeah. The way, not, not, uh, I keep forgetting his name. The samurai that kept acting out. Yeah, Kyochi. Kyo Kyochi. Kyochi, right? 
What? The, the alcoholic one. That's uh, yeah, Kikchio. 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 Inspired, bro. Y'all yeah. keep confusing because you keep throwing out random new names. <laughs> Isaac's confusing the hell out of you. Like every time, every time, every time we're talking about comedy. This okay, they just, they just, they just. We know what we're talking about. Who the fuck is Kikchio? Jotaro. Isaac is confusing the hell out of me. So I'm like, I don't know any of these names. Isaac just threw like three new names in the casting list. So. Kichio. Uh the his mannerisms I feel like inspired like you know always oh, yeah. like the way he would just like be over the top like when he would do this randomly or the way they would sit or like the way they would just randomly fall to the ground and cry. Oh he, he was oh, laughing yeah, yeah. like the laugh was like you could I've heard that same similar laugh in like animes. Yeah. Like the <laughs> I saw <laughs> I saw a lot of reviews that were saying they were saying like when you go back and watch this movie it almost feels like you've seen this movie before. But it's it's because this movie is like the father of movies now, where it's like one, it's like one, it's like just a heavy influence for basically any Western action movie now. They all pull from it in some different sense. That's why I said the hello American shit that this feels like an anime because you can see where it inspired the animes we've seen. Yeah, like a lot of it was like, or the way they ran. Too. Yeah, the way they ran was like a l- was really similar to like like an anime. Like it was just done right. <laughs> In real life, just said an anime, but done right. <laughs> I mean, I've not seen a good live action anime, bro. Like, I, I don't not, think it would be considered uh, anime if it's live action. No, but I've not seen like a live action a- adaptation of an anime done right. And I feel like if this this would this would be cool. I w- I'm, I can't imagine. You want them to work backwards at this one? I want to work backwards into an anime. Make this one into anime. Bro. It's probably been done. Yeah, probably. Yeah, it's done. I, I, w- I was curious. I wanted to look for it, but I got lazy. Come back next week. We watch the Magnificent Seven, the cowboy version of Seven Samurai. Let's go. Ocean Seven. Oh wait, no. Next Ocean's episode. Eleven. Ocean's Eleven. No. Next episode is Eyes. Uh, Emilio special. special have you picked already a movie? I have like four movies I have to choose from, so I have to ask you guys for some advice. Okay, let's finish this. All right. So where we finished off, Yohei, whom Kikchio had grown fond of, Yo-hei. was killed. <laughs> Garobe is also slain defending his position. Garobe, no. Oh. <laughs> My boys. <laughs> they kept dying, bro. I know. That was. Who's Garobe again? The the. Hmm? Uh, the boy, the dude, the man. He was just one of the samurai, bro. He was the one with the full head of hair. There's like, t- there's like two or three like chunky samurai he's the one with the full head of hair I see a picture of him okay <clears throat> wait I'm gonna pull up a, I'm gonna pull up the, the cast right now bro I, I, need, I need to see the cast right. Right. that night Kambe decides that the next battle will be the last stand meanwhile Kachiro or Kachiro and Shino's relationship is discovered by her father who is enraged and beats her Kambe and the villagers intervene Chichiroji reasons that such behavior is normal before battle and that they should be forgiven. The final battle begins the next morning in a downpour of rain. The remaining bandits charge in on horseback and the villagers try to separate them from each other and overwhelm them. Kikchio fights with particular aggression, having lost many that he cared about and hoping to redeem his earlier actions. Losing men, the bandits seem on the verge of defeat. The leader makes his way into a house full of village women to shoot at the samurai from cover. He kills Kyuzo with a musket shot, enraging Kachiro. Kyuzo, who's Kyuzo? He's the cool one. 
It was a cool one. The one that doesn't glow. Oh, the one that got the musket. The first one that, yeah, the first yeah. samurai to get a musket. Yeah. He kills Kyuzo with a musket shot, enraging Ka- Kachiro, who begins to charge the house until Kikchio stops him and goes himself. Kikchio is shot on his way in, no. but gets to his feet and drives his sword through the leader, I killing saw him was and crazy. the battle as he dies himself. Kikchio! <laughs> oh, please! <laughs> <laughs> I, was, no! I, I cried. I cried, bro. That's why I cried. This this where I shed real man tears. <laughs> that shit was sad as hell. Dude, I, I, I'm telling you, bro. He got up. He was like, fuck this shit. And he read it. He was like, ah. That shit was hard. It's always, it's, it's always, it's always gotta be like the... I feel like this movie is cooler because it was in black and white. I don't know if that... We haven't talked about that, but it's in black and white. Yeah. I feel like everything we saw hit harder or felt cooler because it was in black and white yeah. i'm gonna start permanently watching movies in black and white <laughs> <laughs> no don't do that. you can actually play ghost of tsushima in black and white really yeah i'm oh, gonna, gonna play ghost of I fuck she with just that. told me to we should have watched this before then i would have probably got ghost of tsushima instead of red dead redemption <laughs> i know i had like the opposite effect i played now, the tsushima now you'll like, watch the next seven shit. and then you'll be like damn we gotta now i can now, now, can now play i gotta play red dead, red dead. Right, exactly <laughs> Afterward, Kanbei, Kachiro, and Shichiroji stand in front of the funeral mounds of their comrades, watching the joyful villagers sing while planting their crops. Kachiro and Shino meet one last time, but Shino walks past him after a moment to join in on the planting, indicating that the relationship has ended. Kanbei says to Shichiroji that it is another Pyrrhic victory for the samurai. Quote, the victory belongs to those peasants, not to us. That shit was crazy. I gotta say that shot that they had with the graves, where they went from like them to like the f- the four graves with the swords coming out, that shit was sick. Do you remember how the old man was that's like, what I was you need saying, to get that's f- the Wes Anderson shot. Yeah, you know how like the sa- the old man was like, you need to get four samurais, and then how many died? Four. That shit. Ah. Well, he said they also needed ten. <laughs> <laughs> That shit was so depressing, though. That shit was foreshadowing, bro. Four samurais, four dead. Yeah, I get it. Did you guys know which ones were going to die? Did you, like, have a feeling of which ones were going to die? I had a feeling. I had a feeling just because of, like... I mean, I guess this movie couldn't have taken that inspiration from other movies because this is kind of what inspired it. But I feel like the fact that Kikuchiyo died was, like, something I expected because I feel like that's what a lot of movies do now where they're like, look at this really, like... Look at this character you really want to root for. Bang! I thought because there was like this other samurais that weren't that main, that weren't that big of a, of a, had a big of a role, but they were there still. I thought those were the ones that were gonna die. Yeah, I. And then maybe the and then Kichio did feel like he was gonna die, but I felt like I kept rooting for him to have like like a cool like like nah man, I'm gonna I'm gonna live it out. I really didn't expect Garobe to die. I really thought he would have made it. Yeah, who's Garobe again? The Ooh. one who died defending. Uh, that was one dude's post when he left. Oh, yeah. Shit sucked. Kichu kind of caused, like, so many deaths, though. But he was he's going crazy, bro. He was going crazy. He was going crazy on the sticks. Dude, was, was <laughs> he the only one? Yeah, he did kind of let them breach because he let the villagers defend the post by themselves. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> you got to root for him, though. Yeah. He's just, just a kid, bro. Just a kid. Now we need a sequel. <laughs> a sequel fucking however many years later yeah bro like 80 years <laughs> later 
Dude's how do you feel about dude died like the nineties? <laughs> how do you feel about them like saying that the victory isn't theirs, that they still didn't win? Well, I think, I think so. I, in the synopsis, they call it a Pyrrhic victory, and obviously, I didn't, re- I didn't know what fucking Pyrrhic meant, but it made sense because it was like, do you know what Pyrrhic means? Explain it to me. So, a Pyrrhic victory is like a victory won, but at too much of an expense to accept it as like worth it. Oh. So they're they're ba- they were, they were basically saying the victory isn't for them because they lost so many people defending that village. Yeah, but it kind of makes sense that the, the 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 victory all goes to like the the peasants and stuff like that, the farmers, because it's like they're the ones that had the problem. The samurai does it to like support them, but the samurai just ha- had the most loss out of anyone because you know they they bonded, they became like a small group of. And in like, terms of numbers, in terms of percentage. Yeah, more time I died than like <laughs> yeah. They lost like over half their group. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so did the bandits, but much slower. Fuck the bandits. Bandits were bitches. But yeah, I feel like I feel like that's kind of just the thing with like samurai though is that obviously these dudes were ronin, but you're they're kind of like. I mean, I guess it's just in general, anyone who signs it to be like the protector of the people that can't protect themselves, you kind of just got to accept that sometimes it has to be, you have to protect people at the expense of yourself. Yeah. Which it's sad, but I mean, it's like the fact that they still kept fighting after losing so many people, it speaks to like their character. And the fact that, you know, they're like selfless. Right. But they also, they can close themselves in the village. So it's not like they can leave. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but they could have, like, dipped in the middle of the night before, like, that last battle. They could have just been, like, that's, tr- that's true. Because at that point, they had already lost Garobe. They did a good job of making all the characters different, but still, but likable, if that makes sense. Yeah, they they, they did a really good job of, of like, of, of making it so you got so invested in the characters. That's why I was saying, like, one of the things that this, that this movie, or I guess this director in general, pioneered is the whole concept of character-driven storytelling and like actually focusing on characters at a deeper level. I heard that this is probably the first artistic action movie because there's a lot of action movies that try to use like artistic cinematography and different ways to tell narratives. And this is like the first one to do that. Yeah, like all the shots they used during the the rain battle scene. Right. Which the rain battle scene is the battle scene that they were that they were referencing when they were talking about Predator. How in the 2010 one they had the battle in the rain. Yeah. It's because they were it was inspired by that Seven Samurai battle scene. Damn, we gotta watch Predator now. All right, that was the end of the plot synopsis. I'm gonna do the online reviews real quick, and then we can do our host reviews. Okay. So, my good review is by I am unblemished on Letterboxd. Quote. It really is a masterpiece. I have a new favorite epic film. This is a masterclass in so many aspects of filmmaking, from the script to the structure to the themes and the characterization to the direction and the cinematography and the blocking to the tight editing showing exactly what's needed and when needed. It's humbling to know how a film with a seemingly unambitious premise can explore so much and feel epic at the same time. It's pure filmmaking talent, which is why even at 3 hours and 26 minutes, it doesn't hold back at entertaining you, teaching you valuable lessons and leaving you mesmerized and in awe of what you see in front of you. I'll be honest, I got so giddy every time the foes were killed. This was exhilarating to watch, way ahead of its time. That was the other thing that I guess we didn't really mention is the fact that this movie had like no budget. 
Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And let's talk about yeah that movie. This movie was like like in terms of cinematography and everything, it was great. But with like their special effects, it was pretty good. Like they didn't ha- didn't need a lot of special effects. Like the only thing they needed was for when killing scenes would happen and stuff like that. They didn't really show blood or anything though, so they didn't even they got over- away with that too. Yeah, it it didn't feel like it needed to show that. Like it didn't need to be gory or anything. It was perfect with the amount of things they used. And then, like, I don't know. I also want to bring up something I thought was crazy, and it's, like, totally unrelated. The old lady. Well, you know how, like, they had that one, like, band-aid yeah. tied up, and then, like, they all, like, want to kill it, and then they finally calm them down, and the old lady comes with, like, a fucking, like, a stick, and she just slowly walk into it. I was like, God damn. I felt like that was crazy. It's also cool how you can tell that the movie was filmed in chronological order because Kanbei's Kambe, you know, he shaves his head, and then you can watch his hair grow back throughout the film. Oh yeah, they, they filmed it over like I think it was like 150 days over the span of one year. Yeah, like how you, he starts off hella bald, and then at the end it's kind of like a little peach fuzz. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So how many days? How many film days was it? I think it was like around 150 days over the span of one year. Oh shit, it's crazy. <laughs> Which is like that's a lot quicker than like movies are made today. I feel like that's around the average. It's really? five months. Yeah. That's how much. Like, I think, like, think Spider Man took three months. Like, uh, when we hear Spider Man Far From Home was uh, three months. That took. And then I remember hearing other movies that just. Three, mov- three months is like what it takes usually. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they usually should just take a few months. They don't take. They don't take like a year or two years. Unless you're Lord of the Rings, where they record all three movies at once over the span of multiple years. <laughs> I don't know anything about other wings. All right. I'm going to do the bad review. By Vic Steph 21 on Letterboxd. 207 minutes. All of them wasted. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Wasted. <laughs> oh my I genuinely feel like this is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Seen. <laughs> like, echoing me. Worst. <laughs> the abhorrent quality of the writing makes it horrible. Boring. Horrible. <laughs> Then take it subpar cinematography and depression-inducing acting. You're emphasizing the wrong <laughs> word. <laughs> like a random word in the middle. <laughs> take it subpar cinematography and depression-inducing acting, and you've got one of the worst movies ever made. Kurosawa wrote seven unrelated, unwatchable, one-note monstrosities of Unwatchable. characters. Unwatchable. One note. <laughs> You're talking, it's like it's like one of those Call of Duty like <laughs> when you get like a kill streak, they're like, you're on fire. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kurosawa wrote seven unrelatable, unwatchable, one note monstrosity. Unrelatable monstrosity. Where none of them have a believable reason as to why they defend the village. The ending shot, in parentheses, shit. Shit. <laughs> Might just be my least favorite. The shot of the seven samurai, twelve living, five not. Twelve living? That's what I'm saying. I read this and I was like, what are you talking about? I realized he probably meant to say two living and five not, but really it was three living, four not. But anyway. The quote from Kanbe about how more is lost by indecision than by wrong decision makes absolutely no sense in this context, and I'm not context. sure why the filmmaker included it. One of the worst written filmmaker. movies without a doubt. Without. I really don't get where this guy is coming from. This movie, like, I have no idea. This dude watched a different movie. <laughs> a lot, of, a lot of the other bad reviews were just people saying this movie's really long. Like this. Movie. Yeah, you're gonna get that when when there's a long movie. We're just kind of. But honestly, I, I, it was long, 
but it, fe- it didn't feel like it was long. It felt really. It felt like a good watch the whole way through. I felt like I, 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 I started it and I was like, "Fuck this shit!" I was like, "Fuck Ryan!" I don't want to watch three hours and thirty minutes of this. But then I was like, I got like a couple. I got like a couple minutes in. I was like, I fucking love this movie. And I guess, I guess, like we said this with um with earlier movies where a lot of people they talk down on movies that you have to like think hard about. Where it's like it's like like the light like the lighthouse. A lot of people are like, I don't fucking get it. I feel like with this movie, it was kind of like half and half. Where it's like. Sure, there's parts where like you kind of got to think about, it, but also the movie was pretty straightforward. Yeah, no. I think what we're realizing there's a pattern where people don't really. There's some people that just don't want to invest in a movie. Yeah. Whether yeah. that be time, emotion, or like, uh, just think like thinking about themes and stuff without it being told to you. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, if you're gonna go and watch a movie like this and then write like a scathing review because you couldn't get into it, what movies are you watching? Where it's like, Fast like and are, you, are you watching reality <laughs> TV where like you don't have to invest yourself at all in the movie? I feel like everyone when they go into a movie, to some extent, they should be expecting to like invest themselves in like the world and the characters and all that. That's just what movies are. Have you ever guys been at a hotel and the TV's on and you just watch what's on the TV? Yeah, yeah. I think this is probably one of those movies that plays on TV because it's so old and it's so famous that they played on TV and there's people who are gonna sit down and watch it and be like, this is three hours. <laughs> And then they're the same type of people who are going to go out of their way to review it. Yeah, that's like, fair. That's fair. Like, why do people go on Yelp to review, like, McDonald's? <laughs> like, if you go on Yelp, you're, they're gonna f- you're going to find people who have reviewed certain McDonald's. Why yeah. are you going to review of McDonald's, bro? It's, I got, like, it's mid. I saw this, like, pizza place, and I looked at the Yelp reviews, and this lady gave them, like, half a star because they asked for it because they, they had a tip option on the screen. And I was like, this says nothing about the food, the workers, anything. The service, like, that's a bit about the service, but that's basically it. And then you're really just going to, like, downgrade. Like, at most, that's 4.5. Because if she likes the food. it has nothing to do with the service. You have the option to not. Yeah, yeah. you have the option not to. Yeah, but, like, in but yeah. Some of these, like, some of these people, they're just, they're, like, listen, I get being against tipping. You know what? Be against tipping in your own corner of the world. Shut the fuck up about it. But it's like there's some people that feel the need to constantly be like, this place wants me to tip. I ain't tipping these people. In fact, I'll give them half a star on Yelp because they even bothered putting a tip option up. Yeah, no, I think that's dumb. Like, um, I think just it's like it's not like it's auto gratuity. If it was auto gratuity, I, I'd understand going like, yeah. like fuck this place. Like, why would I? Why are you making me tip when I don't feel like I got the best service? But an option is an option. Yeah. Anyways, all that being said, what I'm trying to say is. What I say is, if you go into this movie, like you would go into basically any movie, expecting to get yourself emotionally and like, uh, like mindfully invested in the world and the characters of the movie, this movie's fucking goaded. Movie's goaded. There's a reason it's top twenty on the 150 movies on IMDb. I like I like the movie a lot. I, like I said, like the beginning was a little bit too much of expository. But it was really good. I thought at some point I, f- I was going to be like, dude, they, should, they could have condensed it. But they gave enough time, especially because it was just seven random people they pushed it in. This movie did what Justice League couldn't do. <laughs> I was telling Isaac, I mean, Ryan, that when we got here, I was like, this is Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yeah. <laughs> I, felt like, I felt like that's what it would have been. You know Zack Snyder's Justice League was going to be black and white. Dude, that shit wasn't like fucking square, square when square, we watched it, it. It was square, but he also wanted to make it black and white. Awful. So, but that shit still was mid. 
the Zack Snyder. Yeah, that shit was mid. The it was way too long. It was too long, but it was but like like we said, it's way better than the original Justice League. Yeah. Yeah, but that's like stepping. That's like a dude. The the bar is not stepping on a piece of dog shit. (laughs) (laughs) You know. Yeah. There's no bar. It's a piece of dog shit, and he stepped over it. (laughs) That's true. All right, so let's do our host reviews. I'm gonna do what I did. I think it was last time. I probably host reviews. Like the Tobuscus intro, <laughs> yeah. but um, I, I think we did during the lighthouse. But it's gonna be the thing where I, where instead of doing out of ten stars or whatever, I'm gonna do a five star. No, let's do it out of seven samurais. Okay. Oh, yeah. How many? Yeah. Let's do how seven. many? How many samurais? Yeah. How many? Okay. How many samurai are you gonna give the cinematography out of seven? <laughs> seven samurais. Yeah. Seven. Seven. The black and white. The panning shots, the fucking battle scene with like I think they said it was like ten different cameras. They could have released this like right now, modern like they could have released this in colored right now, exactly like that. It would have still it would still be seven. It's not because of its time. It's still seven out of seven, no matter what. All right, so acting. Uh, six. Because there, there's just some um, actors that were kind of not phoning it in, but it was kind of cheesy. Like even regardless of its time. Actually, yeah, I would give it. I'll give it a six out of seven samurais, especially because at the beginning they were bit way too. There was like they were dramatic, right? It was a little. But at the beginning, it was over the top, and then if it dialed down towards like the they, middle, they kind of like found the tone. They, they found the tone, yeah. So at the beginning, especially when they were looking for the samurai, and then they were like, "Oh yeah, this one we beat this." Like they were like, ha, I feel like that was way too over the top. Uh, and then they finally like scaled down. So, uh, but if we're just talking about the main cast and not necessarily the sp- supporting actors, it'd be seven. But so, yeah, it's not in a vacuum, so it's a six. Well, I would have, I'd give it a six for the same reason you guys already said. There's not really anything I could say that you guys didn't already say. The whole point where it's like some, some of them are just over the top. But yeah, main cast seven, supporting cast six. Yes. Okay. Okay, and finally, story. You already know I gotta give it a seven. Seven. That bro. shit was goaded. That shit was. That shit was amazing. Badass. I mean, that story was very no bullshit. That's true. There was very little like, I know like the the beginning dragged out a bit, but there was there wasn't really a lot of exposition in this movie. It not was a just lot very of like boom 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 boom. Yeah, not a lot of fluff. Yeah, you you kind of like which is good. It had it had its like little like funny moments, but where it needed to be. But it also was I like the storytelling wise. It's like yeah, we got to see, like you said, we saw both sides of like someone having having lived both sides of the life. Yeah. We see this. We, we get to primarily see people who are like sh- in fear and what they would do in fear. We get to see what how this Ronins would act and stuff like that, yeah. and how they like their morality and stuff like that, um, and the bandits in life and stuff like that. So I think, yeah, I think I give it a seven out of seven. Samurais. All right. Overall, I give this whole movie seven out of seven. Seven out of seven summaries. Uh, seven. Yeah. It was. I. I can't really think of anything <coughs> that was wrong with it. Yeah. All right. Well, I didn't have hot. I didn't have a hot seat prepared. Now I don't think we have the time for the hot I, seat. Anyways. We still have time. We have thirty minutes. We have thirty minutes. I don't have a hot seat prepared. Oh well, then do you have a hot seat prepared? I was hot seat prepared. All right, okay. then think about it while we say ours. Mm. I also don't have. But we got. Do we want, well, <laughs> how are we gonna do it again? Are we doing it? We're gonna. Oh, we'll, we'll we'll vote on who we think didn't watch the movie. And so far, this has conversation has not been helpful. This has not been. I feel like it. I feel Emilio. Emilio didn't watch it. 
Fuck off, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure Isaac didn't watch it. Yeah? Okay. We just say really. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? He's looking at me seductively. That's scary. Okay, come on. <laughs> Alright, Isaac didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I feel like I feel like there was a lot of moments where it's like you guys both talked about like certain scenes in the movie, but I felt like you had a lot more like specific and Isaac was kind of just like He touched the boob. I feel like I would say something and then you would just say what I said again, but like in an <laughs> abstract way. Like when we talked about somewhere meta. Okay. <laughs> like <laughs> the Kambe scene where we were talking about like drunk samurai. I literally quoted Kambe and you just repeated it but without any of the quote or the, the movie. Yeah. And okay. the fact you kept calling Kambe Orobe. <laughs> you called him that like three times. I, I fucked up the names. Okay. To be fair, I kept fucking up the names too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the names are hard because they had them on the screen when they were doing the whole like, you know, gathering the team. But in terms of saying them, they. They didn't happen All right. a lot. I got three questions then. I got three okay, questions. questions. Alright. Number one. Was this in color or black and white? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> color. Serious. Color. Obviously. Alright, alright. How many um what's a here's here's an actual question. How many houses did they have to sacrifice uh when they were defending the village? Three. Yeah. Is it three, two, four or five i think it was four actually it's four if the mill is not included or if the mill was one of the houses and it's three i mean i might include be the mill as one of them i think so it was three three four, four? it was three four. they legitimately said three houses are gonna are gonna be destroyed and then they were yeah. mad about that all right here's another one um what did um giving <sighs> in the, the the old man Samurai again. What's his name again? Kambe. What did Kambe ask for when he was sa- when he was saving that village at the beginning? Was it for sake? Two rice balls. Two rice two balls. Two millets. Or to sh- or just for him to shave his head. What? Why Whoa. would he ask them to shave his head? It was the two rice balls, bro. He has to do shave their head and the rice balls. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like good for you, right? It's, it's falling apart the seeds. <laughs> All right, that's that's those are my uh, hot seeds. <laughs> Questions. Well, you phrased it weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Emilio. Uh, how many bandits were? How many scouts were scouting the village? Three. Three. Okay. Damn. All right. Uh, let me think. <laughs> How many days would it take him to get to the village outpost with and without a horse? With horse, it was going to be half a day. Without a horse, it was going to be a whole day. Yeah. Damn. All right. That's it. <laughs> All right. Um, how were the swords oriented in their graves at the end of the movie? They were, were like... Were they up and down or horizontal? Up and down. They were stabbed they into were the They were stabbed mounds. into the ground. That's my only one. <laughs> uh, it's not looking good for Ryan, to be All honest. Right, so, <laughs> we voted who we think they watch. We did the hot seat segment. Do we not want to decide who? Now, well, no, now we're going to reveal who didn't watch. No, no, now we, deci- now we get a chance to oh, change we, our answers. We were and supposed then to do this before we voted. 
we're done. We, no, we no, we vote and then we do the hot seat and then we change our votes. I said like, okay, now we never had to change our vote. Well, I feel like we should do it. We should do that. We, we should, should do like, it now. We should do it now. Like well, like K. Ryan. We already know what the votes are changing to. <laughs> yeah, right. Ryan didn't watch it. I don't like you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're real needed. That was <laughs> fucked up. Man. <laughs> I almost want to not do the hot seat anymore. Because, <laughs> you know, I, I had my short little victory. You, you, almost, both, you almost got us. We both voted Isaac. And I was like, I really thought I really thought I <laughs> fucked myself throughout the whole, like, synopsis. <laughs> and I was like, no way he just voted for Isaac. I was like, dude, this is a dub. It's Isaac. <laughs> and then the hot seat something, I just get, like, basically fucking stabbed in the back. <laughs> I like how the, I like how it was a, there was no sud moment again. Dude, you want you want to call it? I consider that a fucking pitfall. The fact that Isaac takes two <laughs> options and there it was an all of the above. What the fuck? No, yes, play yourself. <laughs> Dude, I really thought it was Emilio. I generally you generally had me fooled. I did watch it while we played Remnant, though. I watched it this morning. I know. Was that why you were late? No, no. I, I was I was driving here actually. I haven't seen the last four minutes. That's it. I haven't right, seen the actuality, last I'm disappointed in you, Isaac. I'm disappointed in you. You're late and you didn't even finish the movie. I watched the, I didn't watch the last four minutes, that's it. That's like the most important scene of the movie, bro. I'll this watch is, it. This has become my least favorite episode <laughs> because of this. <laughs> hey, I still answer the hot seat questions I'm like canceling the podcast. Like oh forever. It's over. I was not late because of the movie though. I genuinely was fixing my car. Two dudes, one movie. That's it. <laughs> Two dudes, one movie. We're not have to choose a movie. I genuinely was fixing my, my car. It works now. It was just a voltage regulator. Apparently that was fucking it up. Okay. So it was not the alternator. So I spent like fifty bucks today. So that's a dub. Yeah. Well, Ryan didn't watch it, guys. Ryan didn't watch it. Do we still want to do hot tea questions? I shit. I felt like that shit. Not if you're gonna do some fucking sly shit like that. <laughs> I didn't do any sly shit like that. Dude, you said you put four options and then at the end you're like, it was both. But I didn't mean I was I asked what he asked for and then I was and then I okay, I messed up because I I didn't know what else to ask. That question was a little sly, but your answer was hella dumb. Yeah. What are you talking about? He just said he didn't ask for anything. He asked for he did ask for two rice balls. Yeah. But so like you kind of Even without even without the rice ball, like without the whole hair thing, did you did he did you say rice ball? Yeah. No, he didn't say rice ball. He didn't say rice. He didn't say rice ball. Yes, I did. No, he didn't. Right, well, we have a recording, yeah, so I'll play it back. Whatever uh, happened. Whatever. It was the two rice balls, bro. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. <laughs> I don't give a shit. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> okay. Um, the move is good. I mean, Ryan, you, you'll love it. <laughs> so fucked up. I <laughs> That's what you guys said. That's what about the flash. I still haven't seen the flash. That's on you. I want to see the flash. Ryan's probably gonna watch it today. I'm gonna watch it today, Ryan. I don't know. Not after this. Right? Are you sad? You're all disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> he was this close. He was this close. You're getting there, though. You're getting. You. You really. Me, but to be completely okay, okay, fair. Well, okay. No, listen, listen, <laughs> listen, listen, listen. Both of you, shut the fuck up. Both of you, shut the fuck up. No, no. Both of you, don't say a fucking word. <laughs> to be completely fair. Okay, Isaac. Isaac. Yeah. So, obviously, we all know I didn't see the movie. So, when he went to the village, what did he ask for? He See, asked him to cut his hair in two rice balls. Two rice balls. Okay, but what I heard you say is you were like, this, 
rice balls, or to cut their hair. Yeah, I fucked up there. I fu- we That's do- the problem. Because I've- he didn't ask them to cut their hair. He asked them to cut his hair, but you asked him to cut his hair. hair. To cut his hair. That's what he said. To cut his hair. That's not what I heard. To cut his hair. I heard him say that to ask. He asked him to cut his hair. Then it's just a simple miscommunication. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was screaming at the top of his lungs. Well, it's recorded, so we'll play it back and then. We'll see if I fucked up, I'll, I'll buy you lunch, right? Shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Okay, well, this has been the most disastrous ending to an episode. <laughs> this is the most contentious ending to an episode. Alright, so I would either so I have a few options. Yeah. Since this is my special episode, I can pick a movie that I've seen before, or I can just pick a movie that we not and just keep it as a normal episode, which I'm tempted to do. A normal episode? Or we could just watch it all. No, I'd rather do the two one thing. Um, so we can either watch the Batman, but I'm against that because it's another three hour long movie. Yeah. I'm kind of tired of these three hour long movies, yeah. even if they're good. And I don't. The fourth act of the Batman sucks. Cheeks. Don't uh, <laughs> want the adrenaline when he is the adrenaline. Once it ends as like a noir where it's like Batman didn't win, that's such a cool ending to a Batman movie. And then suddenly it's like, he's going to blow up the city. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's just like, and then the Joker comes in for no reason. It's just like, it just for like the last two minutes, the last like 20 minutes of the movie. I'm like, are your little, it's like a different tone from the rest of it. All right. So I can either pick a movie from the list or we can do the Batman, Blade Runner, Drive, or the first Lord of the Rings. I'm not sure what the length of that one is. I think that's like three hours. The Lord of the Rings is not happening. Like, I'm, no, I'm not happening, but I'm not doing it. Okay. So if the Lord of the Rings is not happening, but if we do the Batman, I'm going to be doing a Batman voice. Okay, that's... That's the bit that's for that tempting. one. That's tempting. That's tempting. Because I'll, I'll save do the Lord of the Rings f- until we're recording them because I have a visual bit I want to do for that episode. I... The Batman would be funny if he actually dressed as Batman. Well, I'm not doing. It's not, not gonna dressed. matter what he dresses as. If we do a video record, if we do a video oh, recording, yeah. but I'd rather wait for us to have like our own thing to do recordings and do visual bits in the mm. rec- videos. Um, I say Blade Runner, mainly because it's also Ryan Gosling, long. and I really want to see that movie. Drive also has Ryan Gosling. I've never and seen. And there's Blade Runner one. There's the first Blade Runner and Blade 2049. This is what's this is what's the have you seen one. Drive? No. Have you seen Drive? I was going to no. say Drive because I haven't seen it. I've, I've seen, seen Drive. It's probably... Like, every other month, it's my favorite movie. So, we're going to watch Drive. <laughs> drive? All right. So, are we going to have it where, like, all three of us would watch it? Yeah. Yeah. I already saw it, so... Yeah. yeah so, it's a, okay. it's, a, it's a special episode, Drive. Or the... What was the movie I was going to pick if we didn't do the special episode? It was going to be The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. It's a Clint Eastwood famous movie. Good, the b- and it's a cowboy movie. Yeah, I I saw it once, I think, but I was like very young. Like seen super, a lot super of young. movies when you were young. Bro. Like I, w- I was like like eight, I think. All right, listeners, for the next episode will be my special episode. We will be watching Drive, the Ryan Gosling movie. <laughs> where he's driver he drives it's like it's a biography of his life <laughs> he kills a lot of people <laughs> it's uh 
it's inspired me, my personality, and my lifestyle the most out of any movie I've ever seen. Driver is a skill Hollywood stuntman. That's his name, Driver? Yes. <clears throat> Who moonlights as a getaway driver for criminals. It's the movie that inspired Hotline Miami. Is it really? Yes. It's one of the movies. Probably inspired by multiple. So, though he projects an, an ice exterior lately, he's been warming up to a pretty neighbor named Irene and your young son, Benicio. Right, save it for the special episode, bro. He has Driver. He has Oscar Isaac. Oscar Isaac is one of the characters in the movie. All right, guys. Tune in next time when we watch Drive, where it stars Ryan Gosling yet again. Have a good day, and this is another episode of Who Watched It. We'll see you guys next week when we watch The Dark Knight. Right, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs>